1: Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. I am so glad that you could join us. Our guest today is Kimberly Carney, and we're going to be talking about something that's really becoming a bigger and bigger issue um, as we understand that what we put on our skin, what we put in our hair, can actually impact our health. And more and more people are beginning to become concerned about. Um, what kind of products they use. And, um, and and there's also a real rise in people who want to support brands and buy products from companies who align with their values, uh, not the least of which is sustainability. And so our guest, Kimberly Carney, is the founder and chief executive officer of two companies, Fashwire and Glosswire. Um, she has recently been recognized in the CEO publication as one of the top CEOs of the New York Fashion Tech Lab, and she's been recognized as an industry expert by Authority Magazine as a female disruptor in the digital space. So we are so excited to have you on. Welcome to Go Green Radio, Kimberly. Thank you so much for having
2: me. It's super exciting to be here today.
1: Well, I'd love to start by talking about the rising trend among consumers for clean, safe, and eco-conscious skincare and beauty products. What are some of the most influential trends that you are seeing in the products that conscious consumers want?
2: Well, con- consumers know best, and they are expecting more from brands and retailers than they ever have in the past. Unfortunately, the rising awareness and clean Safe and eco-beauty is no longer a trend. It, it is just here to stay. Retailers, brands, manufacturers, and marketplaces, they have to adapt to what the consumer pays attention to and ultimately wants to purchase. This past year you know, has allowed us the consumer to really pay attention to their at-home regimen, and that has included integrating education along with the exploration of the product. So the at-home and in-stock experience today is more fleshed out. Consumers are carefully analyzing their ingredient lists, and they choose brands that, you know, they want to share share their values and community. They're also looking to new technology and artificial intelligence to personalize their own beauty routines, which not only help them look good, but feel good. And trends such as clean green beauty, very essential, not as a trend, but as a value proposition for the industry at large. The consumer Mm. wants that education and really, does it work? Is it authentic? And the ingredients, what is going on with my skin? Is it essential? Is it effective? And does it deliver what it promises? And at Glasswire we choose brands on our platform that deliver all of those.
1: Well, and I love that, and we are definitely going to get into GlossWire in a little bit because um, I was amazed at what I saw on your website. We'll we'll get there, but you know, for our listeners who want to check it out in advance, because I know you guys are multitaskers, keep listening to us in this tab of your web browser on Voice America. But open up a new tab and look at GlossWire.com. We're going to get there in just a little bit. Um, so. Besides what you've created with Glosswire, by and large, Kimberly, where do you think that consumers are going to find out if brands and specific products are safe and sustainable?
2: Straight from the brand. The consumer is constantly seeking. They're always looking to be educated about what brands are using ingredient-wise and hunt to find brands that align with their own values. We are offering a range of brands like we do and other sites that are Leaping Bunny certified, meaning cruelty-free certification, to those who are at the forefront of creating change in whether it's the fragrance category or the makeup category, explaining ingredient-driven scent-based or beauty product experience virtually is super important. Every brand on our platform seeks to tell a safe and sustainable story because that is the only path forward for the industry at large and brands telling their stories is super important to grabbing that consumer so that the consumer knows who the people are behind the brand. it And the, technology right now that consumers are looking for, brands have to invest in that technology to reach the consumer and educate and enhance their consumer experience. And this can range from on-demand beauty consultations to personalized product formulations to even at-home light treatment devices. Online engagement is a proven method right now for driving consumer awareness from whether it's social media to e-commerce exclusive. The consumer may intend to just, you know, look or browse to see what you have. So brands need to give them that excuse to purchase now, and educating them directly is what the consumer is looking for.
1: Interesting. You know, I know that many years ago, marketing folks were talking about LOHAS consumers, lifestyles of health and sustainability. And these consumers were kind of tagged as people who would be willing to pay a premium for the brands that align with their value. Um how has that market changed? Are people on a budget um, expecting their brands to be sustainable more than they were when you know, green marketing first began? The market is
2: very different today, even from a year ago, because marketing is no longer solely driven by what the brand's desired messaging is. The consumer, influencer, retailer, editor, manufacturer has serious visibility and a voice today. The consumer wants to see how those products are rated, commented on, reviewed, and even given the seal of approval on. It's no longer a relationship between brand and consumer. There are a lot of variables that brands need to consider, and that has become even more apparent this past year empowering the consumer to choose, innovating in both sustainability and convenience and engaging in that personalization and custom experience is key in forming deeper connections with an increasingly diverse consumer base.
1: Absolutely. And and you know, how has that term low consumer evolved? I mean, is that even a thing anymore or is this much more ubiquitous than kind of affluent people who'll pay more for what they want?
2: I I don't think it is a thing because I think the consumer drives what they want from the brands and every consumer is different and even we're seeing how consumer behavior is shifting and everybody wants a voice and a say and everybody has their own personal beauty regimen and what's important to them. And it could be sustainability. It could be woman-owned brand. It could be black-owned brand. It could be anything that ranges from Uh, you know, what their core values and what's important to their own personal value system.
1: You know, and with that many variables, um, you know, and that many, uh, consumer driven, um, issues, how do brands and manufacturers get information about sustainability, sustainability and, and health preferences and, uh, business ethics, um, how do they get that in front of their target consumers? Well, just like, you know, the consumer
2: is going straight to the brands to get the information. Brands are getting it straight from the consumer, which educates the brands and the manufacturers. Compassionate shopping is key today, which means that, it's the, that the end consumer wants to not only understand the ingredients in the products and where they are produced, but also choose the products they use. So, how do the brands gather this information? With data gathering and analytics, beauty brands have been able to adjust to consumer demand more effectively than ever before. Data-driven analytics, along with artificial intelligent technology, can be used to develop alternative or completely new product offerings for consumers. Data is also used to develop target pricing strategies to serve emerging target demographics. The bigger, and, and just take the bigger beauty houses. They've noticed the impact that data makes and have invested in these technologies to implement this into their own product offerings of sustainability. The trends of consumer interest and ingredient transparency and sustainability, they are supported by the company's use of that data to understand the behavior of their companies. And then using this data has in turn allowed the companies to continue research and innovation to protect product safety and quality and the information they have gathered from the consumer, keeping that at the forefront of their findings, optimizing a variety of processes. From packaging and formula design, marketing and sampling campaigns, strategic planning development, this data and consumer insights, it provides access to analysis of consumer behavior needs and wants. And to re, and really to reach that diverse range of customer needs, asking questions to the consumer about their issues and what they want can be combined with the big data from databases, lab results, and other raw sources such as imaging or robotic measurement. This then helps beauty companies obtain accurate information that is not susceptible to bias or hidden subconscious human interests. It also helps speed up the process of product development, audience targeting, and opportunity so that companies can make operations and utilization decisions to provide a diverse range of products for the consumer with the products they love.
1: We have really evolved from the, the focus group, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know, we it, it,
2: yeah, no longer are we relying on last year's numbers or, you uh-huh. know, to make product decisions. Now, it's all about the ingredients. It's all about sustainability. And and really, what the consumer wants is so important. And that, in turn, is its own I think it's super special that consumers get to have a say as you know, we're all consumers, whether we're founders or, you know, we're all consumers and we want to have a say in what we're putting on our skin.
1: Absolutely. You know, as more and more people have TV options that don't include commercials and fewer people get their information from traditional print media um, like we used to, how do brands communicate their sustainability and health and safety measures to their customers or maybe even more importantly, to their prospective customers? Social media.
2: I mean, it's huge, you know, with the influencers and ambassadors and having a strong digital footprint is the strongest avenue to promote their brands. It is a firsthand perspective to explain who you are, what you stand for, and really tell them who your brand, the core DNA of your brand. You know, it is so key to be an omnichannel brand so you can connect with your consumer directly on all platforms. The consumer, I mean, it's, we're paying attention. With consumers actively seeking out further information to validate and justify their beauty choices, brands who put sustainability at the core of their efforts and communicate this authentically and transparently will be well placed to take advantage of the mood towards a more what's the word, meaningful living. In other words, beauty companies' words and actions must be more than skin deep.
1: Well said, you know, and, and it's it's amazing to me that this has happened so rapidly. And I'm just wondering, you know, how much the pandemic and people being at home, doing more online shopping, what impact has that had in, in this space?
2: Well, you know, let's take Zooms, for example, <laughs> you know, we're faces, we're forefront in these Zooms. and. You know, you're on thousands of Zoom, and you're reapplying and applying, and you're really seeing what works for your skin, and, you know, and what was fantastic about that is with traditional retail being, you know, closed and halted for a while, consumers only could look online, so Mm -hmm. brands, you know, had to hurry up and get digital if they weren't, but I... I think the pandemic was positive in the sense it gave consumers that ability to just focus on their true beauty needs and help these beauty brands and the bigger houses mm-hmm. and the, um, the more um, entrepreneurial beauty brands to really understand their product offering. Because yeah. now the products were online and researching because they, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't have another place to go.
1: That's right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we've got so much more to talk about. We're going to take a look into Glosswire.com, Kimberly's company that helps to address this exact need. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this.
0: News, News. your world for more information about Covanta Energy visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com conservation starts with us learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to our wild world with host Ellie Weiss our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife ecology and ourselves
1: welcome back to go green radio everybody so glad that you could join us and if you're just tuning in let me catch you up our guest today is kimberly carney she's the founder and ceo of two companies Glosswire and Fashwire. And we're going to talk about Glosswire in this segment because I'm really excited to have our listeners take a look at glosswire.com and and get to know this service, this amazing platform that you've created, Kimberly. So let's talk about it. What was your inspiration for starting the company, Glosswire? Glosswire.
2: Well, when the pandemic hit in 2020, Fashwire, our fashion um, app, was ahead of the curve with its digital platform, and we were able to not only double our brand partners, but we really had some powerful press because... Like I mentioned earlier, having that ability to be digital in a time where traditional retail was shut down was pretty powerful for us. We were then approached by beauty retail executives who became investors, and they really wanted me to pursue beauty because they thought that it would be great to use the same compelling user experience, and we went for it. And we successfully launched GlassWire in February 2021, landing number two on the App Store page, shopping Apps. I would say our timing was perfect for the pandemic. So many traditional selling channels really guided the consumer to us, and it helped us sign up beauty brands as a true technology partner that could help not only streamline their brand strategies, but also sell directly to the consumer base.
1: That is so awesome. Now, this is where we get to geek out, Kimberly. Our listeners love technology in all its forms. So I want you to talk to us about the technology behind Glosswire and what makes your platform so unique. And, and feel free to go for it. I mean, geek out on us here, Kimberly. Tell us what's what. Okay, time to geek out. Well, like I said before, <laughs> traditional selling channels and retail models for the beauty and grooming
2: industry, you know, have changed enormously. And the need for a hyper curated digital marketplace became very clear to us. Moreover, we took our platform in which we are a true technology partner and amplified D2C brands while allowing them to connect directly with their consumer base through education and community on our social media feed as well. Both our emerging and established brands have that opportunity to track how the consumer is swiping on their products, giving them that real-time instant feedback on likes and dislikes. This gamification, in addition to the app social media traction, along with the ability to track sales, is unique in the beauty space. For GlossWire. Our consumer education piece is so important. We have these beauty talks where we do these brand interviews and in the app and on IG Live, which allow the consumer to really get to know our brand's founders and true understanding of the authentic- authenticity of their brands and products. Our highly curated product edicts are really a countable position and our brand features offers that premium exposure that they want. This masterful mix of all of this is really, in my opinion, unmatched in the beauty industry.
1: Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. When I got out there, I was blown away. It, it, the simplicity of it too is appealing. Um, you know, it's it's not crowded. It's yeah, you know, a breeze blows through the content, um, and it's super easy to find what you're looking for. I love that. But but don't take my word for it, folks. Um, I, I want to get Kimberly's <laughs> perspective on, you know, how GlossWire.com benefits consumers. Why should all of our listeners get out on Glosswire.com or download the app today?
2: You know, Glosswire, in my opinion, is the most highly curated app and site in the beauty and grooming industry that really offers that opportunity to discover the best products in the industry across every category. If the consumer is seeking vegan, cruelty free or sustainable and packaging, we have that targeted category. If they're interested is in discovering black owned brands, we feature black owned brands as well. There also is a lot of current interest in CBD infused products and it's important for us to always feature what the market is demanding. Additionally, our social media feed, it allows you to get that first look at what brands are about to launch. They are always posting the new next best thing for their brand. And, and back to that gamification piece, we're going to geek out just a little bit. That <laughs> data, that data piece is so engaging. It's, it's really just seamless, immersive swipe voting where our users can constantly swipe and give that real time feedback to the brands. And it allows them to be influencers in the truest sense of the form. And I think you and I both know that data is king, and it yeah. really is GlossWire's strength. And personalization is also a thing we haven't mentioned yet. It's really important. And, if, you know, personalization is all about getting the right product to the consumer. Our technology empowers the consumers, you know, to give, again, give that feedback on what they like and also gives brand data based on their that consumer behavior. This information, in turn, allows the brands to tailor their products to what the consumer wants and to personalize their offerings. And really, that's just the beginning because we see a future where personalization is going to become increasingly important for the brands to differentiate, to drive the consumer to, our, whether it's our marketplaces, or our brand sites. And with Glassfire, we have a technology platform they can rely on.
1: Absolutely, and and I I I hear you, Kimberly. And I think um, you know we may have we may have dropped her line a little bit, but I want to talk about what I'm seeing on GlossWire. Um, you know, I, I there's so many things that you can search on. There's uh, brands, there's spotlights, press and feed. And and Kimberly, how did you determine uh, what you would feature? I mean, what your big buttons would be. Um, just feature
2: on the app or? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, just, just, just like I said about is it, featuring that personalization and that swipe technology and social, social integration to keep the consumer engaged and keep them influencing the brands to give that brands that key data they need to f- perfect their product offerings for the consumer.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I remember, you know, I've been doing this show for quite a long time and there was a point where, you know, green consumers or eco-conscious consumers were Almost overlooked because brands thought they weren't consumers at all. Um, you know the the idea that you know it was kind of the hippie thing where you don't wear any makeup, you don't wear deodorant, and that kind of thing um, is so not the case <laughs> in today's no. world. I mean, people are using the power of the purse to have those things not have to do without beauty products and skincare products, but to do it in a way that is respectful of human dignity, that is respectful of the earth. Um, But I I want to kind of flip to the brands that participate in glosswire.com. What are some of the benefits that they receive? Well, I believe
2: we are the platform that really has emerged for brand amplification in the beauty space and, you know, back to our swipe technology and social integration tools, it gives the brands the real-time data and insights on how to provide better products to the consumers instead of, you know, solely relying on traditional ways of trend forecasting, which requires observation and data collection from trend spotters and influencers. Brand can have this instant access to the data from the consumers that really allows for planning the brand strategies and quantities in a timely, efficient, and very relevant manner. And relevancy is so important to the consumer, and, and it's important to the brands as well because the brand wants that consumer. They want to know their consumer, they, and they can do that on our platform.
1: Well, and what's really cool about that is, I mean, it, it goes beyond just, well, let's look at our our revenue. You know, let's look at what people are buying. Did we hit or did we miss? I mean, this allows for even micro tweaks to a product line, um, you know, in, in almost real time. And I think that's got to be something that's so advantageous for the marketing folks, um, and even the brand development and engineers that are behind these products. Um, I I just think this is mind-blowingly innovative. (laughs) You know, I, I, I love to, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. Well, I was also going to say,
2: I think it's, you know, that there's, 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 you know, the industry at large, you've got the traditional that is revenue, 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 but with a platform like ours, what's exciting to me and being a data nerd is watching <laughs> our data and watching what the consumers are looking at and what's driving them and the consumer behavior, it, it ultimately is going to drive the revenue and, and explaining that to, to traditional um, mindsets, so to speak, <laughs> um, is, is, is really what we're here to educate on. And mm-hmm. really our consumer behavior is so important because we're creating these digital profiles. They're liking, they're swiping, they're favoriting, and we get to see, we're like, we are organically building digital profiles for the industry, making us really, I mean, phenomenal business intelligence for the industry.
1: Yeah, I, I, this is. I got it to an extent when I was looking at your site, but hearing you talk about this is really exciting because, you know, I'm hoping to see the same kind of thing in. Other types of products. I mean, you know, if if I could choose my dog food this way, if I could choose my cleaning products this way, um, I I think you're onto something incredible, Kimberly. Uh, You know, how do you measure the success of GlossWire? What are your plans for the next two to five years? And what are? Give us some insights into how you're measuring. Are we are we doing it? Is this success? What does success look like? Um, Give us some insights. Well. The consumer adoption
2: really to me measures success and we have seen incredible growth with the Glosswire offering. And this this technology platform that deeply connects the consumer and brands, it's working. And I see it in our data, I see it in our downloads, I see it in our philanthropic side and you know, going forward, we have numerous additional innovations on our roadmap to really take this experience even further and revolution, revolutionize the shopping experience in beauty. And in that two to five years period of time, I, I strive to be the go-to platform in the, both the fashion and beauty industries for that really engaged shopping experience between designers and consumers, keeping the consumer at the heart of all decision-making.
1: I love that. I mean, you talk about democratizing, you know, the, the marketplace, that is the way to do it. And what's so exciting is that you've taken your expertise in technology, and you've brought it into, you know, what a lot of people would think, okay, somebody who's really great at tech, uh, you know, and, and the beauty industry, like, those are Worlds apart. You're bringing the best of what you know about digitization and, and data analytics and improving an entire industry, both with consumer experience but with the kind of information brands need to improve. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about Kimberly's other company, Fashwire.com. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this.
0: News. Opinion. Decide that you have something to say and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
1: Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you're with us today. We are having so much fun talking with Kimberly Carney, the founder and CEO of two companies that I am really excited about. Um, We just talked about Glosswire. Now we're going to talk about Fashwire.com. And a few years ago, Kimberly, you started this company. Um, Tell us about the mission of Fashwire and how things are going so far.
2: Well, like I mentioned earlier, fast wires saw incredible growth. With the pandemic, because we had that platform that um, people trusted, and part of the way that the way that we actually gained brands to our platform is we went to the trade shows from around the world. And today, Fastwire's two-sided global platform connects over four hundred designers from forty over forty countries directly to consumers through the real-time trending data and insights to navigate that consumer demand and really improve their profit margins. We really want to give that data to the brand so that they can make better production decisions and, in turn, be influenced by the, by the consumer to help them do that. And for the consumer, Fashware offers this organic discovery of worldwide fashion, and pr- improve, they're helping improve product discovery and sales by leveraging proprietary technology to personalize their own customer experience through our social tools, such as swiping, liking, saving, and sharing to really engage each, with each other and build a community.
1: I love that. and And there are some really unique and beautiful things out there on Fashwire. Um, things that you know, if I went to the my local mall or you know, even got out on some of my favorite you know online shopping, uh, platforms, I would not see. And so, um, I, I really am excited to, to learn more. What are some of the fashion trends that you're seeing um, as they pertain to consumers' desire for more sustainable options?
2: We are seeing consumers really investing in the basics as minimalism and sustainability be stay the hot topics of conversation. Consumers are really investing in the pieces that will last for ele- that will last forever, as well as elevate their wardrobe and create multiple looks. You'll see right now in you know in different retailers that are now open, they're really bundling um, items together in the sustainable category to show the the sustainable consumer, you know what they can put. Together, how they can wear different pieces. That in turn is leading the consumers back to their own closets to take the the sustainable pieces that they have and put them together with the new pieces they are seeking online with the basics.
1: Mm, that's really cool. And you know, sustainability in the fashion world can mean so many things. Uh, what are some of the things that you're seeing? As you know, if I want to search for, you know. Uh, you know, brands that do this or brands that don't do that. What are some of those trends that you're seeing? What are some of those sustainability categories as it pertains to fashion?
2: I'm seeing long silhouettes. That the sustainable consumer wants to wear with like their sneakers. Flats are you yeah. know really big because none of us wore heels for over <laughs> a year. And um, I'm really seeing the long long silhouettes that uh, that are more on the basic, not not so dressy, um, as well as like buying a cardigan or a, um, a a t-shirt to wear under it, you know, and also looking for that sustainable denim. Denim is coming back now, and with denim coming back people are looking for that sustainable product that Mm -hmm. is what they want to wear Mm -hmm. and what makes them feel good that's true to their own personal values with sustainability
1: yeah and i know with denim one of the big issues is how much water is embedded in denim and so i know that that consumers are beginning to think about these things i mean especially when half the country is in what some people are beginning to call a mega drought, you know, we start to look at things that we never really thought about before, like how much water is embedded, how much energy is embedded in what I'm wearing. You know, there's been a lot of talk about, uh, fast fashion and some of the downsides to fast fashion. Um, and, and it's kind of cool to see young buyers, which tend to kind of drive a lot of the fashion industry, uh, choosing things that will last a while. Um, this is stuff that my grandmother used to talk about, um, you know. And so I think that's really exciting. I'm just wondering, you know, what your thoughts are on that kind of stuff.
2: Well, I, I, you know, it's you know really looking at the, um, you know, I think where where our platform is super valuable is that this consumer, the consumer insights that the brands are seeing, in, you know, from Gen Z to you know a different range of age categories of really sticking to those basics and sticking to the like the denim they want but giving that analytic of what what do they like about the product what makes them feel good about mm-hmm. the product why are they buying it and really just taking what they're swiping on and really understanding that consumer and every consumer is different and what mm-hmm. what the category they look through is different. So if they go and look at dresses, you know, they, they are looking to see if, you know, we ha- and what we have is we have that brand story on our, on our exactly. app and our website that really shows who, who this designer is and, you know, what their sustainability is and what their value is with sustainability, sustainability mm-hmm. which then in turn helps the consumer make their own decision of what they want to buy from the brand.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I'm wondering, how do you evaluate the brands that you promote on the site? So all the
2: brands we work with are carefully vetted and curated to appeal to our contemporary audience. Since mm-hmm. we connect the consumer to a brand that they may be discovering for the first time is important that the user experience is seamless and enjoyable. We take into account the brand's product offering, image quality, price point, and website functionality. Furthermore, we partner with the brands that stand to make a difference, whether that be mm-hmm. sustainability. Ethical philanthropic. It's really important to us that the brand has a pe- a purpose and a meaning behind who they are and what they're delivering to the industry.
1: I love that I, you know, and there's so many different ways to measure quote unquote sustainability. And I like that you've got a lot of different ways to promote that and to evaluate that. You know, I have a feeling that what you're doing is going to be very influential, and it might even be hard to conceive of what things may look like in the future because of what you're doing with these two sites and how that might expand. But how do you envision Fashwire and Glosswire helping to advance the conscious beauty and fashion markets?
2: I would say the data on our platform that we collect is extremely valuable to the brands and designers we work with. The consumer insights really allows them to make better production decisions on the back end, eliminating waste, reducing costs, and really creating valuable and conscious products. The social media feeds on our platforms also allow brands and designers and users to educate and share valuable information about product ingredients, creating that awareness that really is becoming extremely impactful between both the industries for us. You know, and so I like to say with Fashwire, you know, we're really trying to help the brands make more intelligent production decisions to help improve margins and full price sell through with the beauty brands we're really giving that data and consumer behavior insights to really help with their streamline their brand strategies and create a better product offering for the consumer.
1: Well, let me tell you what I think um, you're going to be able to do. And maybe this is something that um, is, is aspirational, but you know, there are still a lot of consumers out there that if you, if they were not raised in a household where these kinds of, Factors um, in sustainability were part of the buying process in their household, and maybe they just don't know that there are, you know, healthier versions of some of the products that they're using, or more uh, sustainable or more just brands that cost the same as what they're buying now for clothing. Um, I think that you're actually going to bring in more people into this. Category of eco-conscious and um, sustainability-minded, um, you know, consumers because you're making it a lot easier to find that information. And I think that as more and more people get on a platform like yours, they're going to want more and more. There's just a lot of people out there at the at the moment that, you know, they're so overwhelmed by all of the you know, by climate change and all the sustainability topics uh, that are swirling around that they're really looking more and more for one-stop shopping um, opportunities to, to, Do the right thing. You know, make it easy on me. If I have to go around and look at the websites of 40 different brands to pick a a beauty product or a, a body lotion, that's exhausting. And most people don't have that kind of time. You are bringing that to the consumer in a way that I think will actually encourage more consumers who aren't in this space right now to be in that space. And I'm pretty excited for you. I think that's pretty awesome. Um thank you yeah. <laughs> it's been exciting
2: for us to it's been exciting for us to build this beauty platform, and you know we couldn't do it exactly the same as fashion. you know we had to we had to take what we learned from Fashwire and our development process, and there were several meetings on. You know, this it's going to be different in the sense it's a, it, it's a beauty industry, but we had to tailor it to the industry and to the consumer. And mm-hmm. we really were able to collect that valuable information, you know, through our consumer base in Vashwire to really launch this, this Glosswire. And what people don't know is prior to launching Glosswire, because of our success on platform and because of that powerful consumer base, we signed up almost 70 brands prior to launch. Just based on (laughs) what they saw, we were offering the fashion industry, and they got behind it. And you know, we we even have celebrity brands, and we've got this curated niche group of brands on GlossWire that really, I believe, makes a difference. You know, think early Sephora days, right, where it was people went in to discover these new products. But we are adding these beauty talks, and you know, and these Instagram lives. You know, just today we have an Instagram live with Bertley, and we get to hear about the founder, and we get to hear about our story, and we get to you know we have over three hundred thousand followers on our Instagram, so we get to get talk to that community and share with them what 's resonating with our consumer and with our brand so it 's exciting it 's really exciting place to be right now as be- beauty and fashion evolves into And we don't know what's going to, I mean, we learned in 2020, we do not know what's going to be tomorrow. And (laughs) we have to stay focused on what's driving the consumer today. That's important. They matter. They want to have a say and we're giving it to them.
1: I I think that is, I mean, at its very core, something that everybody wants everybody wants to have a say and sometimes it feels like it's so hard to have a say even though there's social media platforms we all have access to that doesn't mean that we can break through the white noise and you really are providing that opportunity we're going to take a quick commercial break but when we come back we have more to talk about with Kimberly Carney so don't go away folks there's more Go Green Radio right after this
0: Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
1: Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. I'm thrilled that you're with us because we're having a good time talking to Kimberly Carney, who's the CEO and founder of two companies that are really exciting. I want you to check them out. Uh, one is Fashwire.com. The other is Glosswire.com. They also have super cool apps that are really uh, such a great experience. I mean, such a great user interface. You're going to love them. Kimberly, I want to ask you Something. How important do you think it is to have a multi-brand retail platform these days, especially since the pandemic?
2: It's vital to survive. Very important. Having a global brand and designer offering is so essential to keep the consumers engaged, loyal, and eager to come back for more. Consumers are extremely limited in their physical opportunities to shop and discover. Therefore, having a platform, like for us, having a platform with 400 plus brands in fashion from around the world fills that void and creates that one stop shop for fashion and beauty needs. As we're continuing to grow our beauty brand base too, we're, we're at 100 beauty brands now and just in a few short months. And really, as we hit into the beauty trade shows and fashion trade shows, I think we're really going to see many brands adopting to that omni-channel and really, really focused on delivering the best offerings for their consumer.
1: Hmm. Well, you know, I remember, and this was, again, several years ago, when we started to see, um, even in retail you know, clothing stores, you would see, like, these carved-out areas for a brand, a brand-specific, you know, area. That was kind of a new thing, Five ever ago, but that was kind of the first shot we got to see it, seeing lots of brands in the same space, but that was physical space. And so that's limiting. Having that same concept on a digital platform that's so much bigger and offers so much more is... Oh, it's thrilling. It's so modern. So cool. Now, I'm going to ask yes. you a personal question, Kimberly, because oh. <laughs> a lot of our listeners are young adults and they want a job in sustainability, but they're a little bit confused about the term green job. And I think your personal story shows that it's possible to bring sustainability into a wide variety of industries. I would love for you to talk directly to those young adult listeners. Some of them are in college, some of them are out of college. What advice do you have for our listeners who are still searching for a good fit for their career interests, but who want to work on things that make the world a better place?
2: Well, number one, always do your research. Unfortunately, many brands and companies are viewing sustainability as a trend more than a core value. And like we discussed in beauty at the beginning, it's a core Mm -hmm. value now and it's not a trend. Know the difference is so important and do the research and pinpoint the areas of sustainability that you feel the most passionate about and what matters to your own core values. We have the privilege of working with many incredible sustainable brands on our platform, and really, we've had the ability to educate consumers on their missions, practices, and impacts in their respective industries. So, for example, FastWire's collected consumer data serves as valuable insight that directly impacts the production of our designers' Collections eliminating waste, reducing costs, and allowing brands to create more curated sustainable products. So, just research I think is super important, and really define for yourself what's important to you, and then make that your key focus in educating yourself on where to go find a job that um, aligns with your core values.
1: Right, and and you know I think what your story demonstrates is that you know you don't have to get a green job. Um, you know, like installing solar panels, you can take an expertise that you have or an interest that you have in digital technology, data analysis, and turn it into a sustainability, you know, endeavor. And I I just, I love what you've done and I love why you've done it. And the great thing about it is that you didn't just do it because, you know, you're tree-hugging, polar bear-saving, you know, eco-friendly person, though I'm sure you care about those things. But you did it because there was a market need. And so what you were delivering had market value, both to consumers and to brands. And so it's just such a smart way of going about finding a a job in sustainability. And I love that. You know, another topic that we talk about a lot, you know, is social justice environmental justice you know uh, and and the differences between the opportunities for people who are affluent and people who are you know really working hard to make ends meet and and their opportunities to engage in sustainable shopping you know uh, and and as I mentioned earlier in the show it used to be that lojas you know buyers were the ones that you know had the extra cash to put down for companies that aligned to their values but Do you think it's possible for people from a wide range of economic levels to participate in the rise of conscious beauty and fashion, or is it still a trend for the affluent?
2: You know, I I do believe that all ranges can participate in the rise, but really it is education and awareness that has more of an impact on the conscious fashion and beauty consumer and really, Gen Z and millennials have done a great job creating awareness and educating the consumers of conscious beauty and fashion through social media, which has really created that shift into purchasing preferences and forced more companies to pivot to adapt to these demands. As as education and awareness continues to develop, it will be less about being on trend and more about expectations.
1: Well, and I think one of the cool trends, too, is that, you know, there's a. I see this on social media a lot, where if people are promoting. Hey, I, I even saw uh, Jaden Smith saying this. Look, you know, if you're on a budget, buy less, but buy quality, so it lasts. And quality you know, over quantity, always. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's even a shift for a lot of young consumers as well, who, you know, maybe their predecessors had to have a closet full of, you know, just bursting with choices but instead now it's like hey keep it simple but you know buy things that are going to last and that's one of the most sustainable things that you can do as a consumer um and it seems like you know that's kind of part of what you're promoting particularly on i want to ask you to give us some things to do we always like a call to action on go green radio What are the, yeah, give us, give us the top two to three actions. You can even add more if you want to, that all of us could take in the short term to ensure that we're supporting brands that are doing the right thing by creating products that are safe and clean and environment, environmentally responsible. What, what are some things that we could all do, you know, in the next month, give us a, give us a to-do list. All right. Well, I think invest in the brands that are practicing what they preach
2: back to authenticity research and support the brands who are taking these actions seriously and really minimize from the brands who are not and because that will in turn help these brands understand how important it is to stick to the consumers core values and then really they familiar yourself with conscious beauty and fashion and are or Try to organically educate others who may be unfamiliar, like a conversation with a friend, a genuine social media post, or even a shout-out, tagging a brand you love. Brands really love it when the consumer shows their product and tags them, and that makes the brand, you know, really feel special and realize, wow, I created an impact for that consumer. And that's really what it all comes down to. We need to create an impact for the consumer.
1: I love that. You know, I think that that sometimes gets lost in the shuffle when we talk about activism and we talk about being an influencer. You know, I I work with students with the Go Green Initiative. That's my nonprofit organization. And we work with students across the country. And I always tell them, look, start at home. (laughs) If you have trouble influencing your family, your neighbors and your friends, you you're going to have trouble influencing your city council or your congressman or the president. Um, So build up your muscles of influencing um, the world towards more sustainability by starting with your existing circles of influence. And, you know, what you're talking about here is really, um, again, practicing your influence and practicing your activism by using the tools that you're providing on Fashwire and Glosswire. They're easy to share and say, hey, I tried this product. I like it because of these sustainability measures, you know, you might like it too. see what happens. Um, So I love I love that. Um, (laughs) I I, I hate to say this, we only have a couple of minutes left, Kimberly, this went by so fast. But I want to give you a chance in the final moments that we have left in the show, um, to give us some parting thoughts, what parting thoughts would you like to leave with our listeners? Um,
2: I think for the beauty brands and fashion designers, really consider the consumer's life practices and how to best facilitate those rather than just try to sell them products. Think beyond the product. You have to think big. See your consumer as someone who has an aspiration to connect with you.
1: I love that. I absolutely love that. Kimberly, it has been a blast having you on Go Green Radio. And I'm so glad that you were with us today. I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. Um, You know, we're going to be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. So until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green.